online entrepreneur, an online influencer, a blogger, and content creator. You are listening to the Build Strong Vibes podcast, so let's get started. You are listening to episode number one, and in this first episode, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my story, a little bit about my background, and just let you get to know me a little bit before we really dive into all the fun, juicy stuff. So as you heard in my intro, my name is Brandi Eckler. I'm a blogger, online influencer. Yeah, you know everything I do. And I don't know if you can tell, but I am pretty addicted to the online space. I love it. Um, I think that it's great. It's crazy. All the opportunity that lies online. There's so many things that I want to do even, and I already do so much. So if you're interested in dipping your toes into the online space and making money online, there is definitely room for you. Just going to say that. But that's a topic for another day. Today, we're going to talk about me, which I promise you I'm not going to do in every single episode. So don't you worry. So I don't want to harp too much on my childhood. Um, A lot of you who have followed me for a while kind of know my story, but I did not have an easy childhood. So from the time that I was born till when I was about nine years old, I actually had a beautiful childhood. So my actual like childhood was pretty great. Um, I lived next to my best friend. I lived next to my grandma. My parents were married. They got me anything I wanted. I was an only child that they had been trying to have for 15 years. So needless to say, I was a little spoiled. And I just thought that everybody lived that kind of life. You know, when you're a kid, you don't know any better. So I can vividly remember what it was like to have that picture-perfect life. And I can remember the way I felt in the morning. I can remember waking up and just, like, feeling so grateful as this little six-year-old girl. I just, I loved life. And I thought that life was beautiful and amazing and that everyone felt this way. I had never seen anything other than, you know, beauty in life. I've not, I'd never seen anything other than hanging out with your best friend every day and riding your four-wheelers and, you know, going to your grandma's house who spoiled you. Like, that was what I knew. But my parents got a divorce And I don't know if they just took it really rough or what happened, but they both started dating the worst kind of people. (laughs) And when that happens, um, it does affect the child. And so I went from this beautiful life to on one side of the situation, I'm not going to call anyone out. I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to kind of briefly go over it. But on one side of the situation, there was abuse. There were, you know, my one of my parents was taking drugs. The other one was an alcoholic. Um, there was um, my mom. She's okay with me saying this, but my mom dated a lot of abusive men and she struggled with self-confidence self-confidence, if I could talk. She struggled with self-confidence issues just like I did, and she never could see how fucked up the situation was that she would put herself in. Now she's completely healed, and she doesn't date abusive men anymore, but there was a lot of new men in my life. Like, she went through a lot of boyfriends, and they were pretty much all abusive. If they were nice and I got attached, she pretty much got rid of them, and that really affected my self-worth. That really kind of showed me that I wasn't worth much, you know, Um, so that affected me. And then on the other side, um, my dad got married to this woman who was beautiful and great and took good care of me until they got married. And then once they got married, things went downhill. It was literally like the movie Cinderella. 
I, I was the one that got yelled at. I was the youngest of all the kids. So she had three other kids. I was the youngest and it was my responsibility to clean up after them. And if I didn't clean up after them, I would be punished. So like grounded for an entire month. Um, it was crazy. And I was definitely singled out. Uh, they would go to events. They wouldn't invite me. I was the only one that didn't get invited. It was crazy. And nobody really listened to me. And that is how I learned that my opinion doesn't matter and that if something bad happens to me, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to believe it. And so I had very, very poor self-worth for most of my life. Um, And it took a lot for me to get over that. It was so deeply embedded in my life. Um, And then on the other end of the spectrum, I also was a perfectionist because if I didn't have the entire family's laundry done, and I'm telling you, you know, there's my dad, my stepmom, three kids, and me, and I'm sure you can imagine that creates a lot of laundry. If I didn't have every single load washed, dried, and folded, put away in the time that I got home from school and the time that she got home, which was only two hours later, I would be punished. And it was an impossible, it was impossible. You know, you can't, you can't physically just make the clothes wash and dry faster. You just can't. Um, And so I would always try to do extra things. If I got the laundry done, I'd be so happy because then I could go clean the entire kitchen. I could go clean the entire living room. And then maybe, maybe she would love me. Maybe then if I could get more and more done, more than she asked, then she would love me. And then maybe I would be worthy. And I never was, obviously. I mean, I am. I'm totally worthy. I totally deserve love. And I know that now. But it was never good enough for her, you know, because she just didn't like that my dad... I guess. I don't know. I don't understand it. Honestly, it's hard to explain, but it seems like she just didn't want my dad to give anyone attention other than her. And that's super weird (laughs) because I'm his daughter. Um, I used to be a huge daddy's girl. So my life, needless to say, drastically changed. And I was very alone. Probably why I'm an introvert. Probably why I'm so hard-headed. My childhood really shaped who I am. And while it was rough, it also taught me a lot about using your resources and being resourceful and the fact that there wasn't anyone there for me to give me what I wanted. There wasn't parents to buy me a car when I turned 16. I had to figure that out on my own. I didn't even have somebody who would teach me how to drive a car. They were too busy in their own crazy lives to teach me how to drive a car. Meanwhile, my stepbrother was getting a brand new truck and got whatever he wanted, but that's <laughs> that's beside the point. But, you know, I had to ask my boyfriend at the time, This when I was 17, I asked my boyfriend if he would teach me how to drive. He taught me how to drive. He sold me his minivan for 500 bucks that I saved up by doing extra chores at a bar. Um, and I just, I always had this belief that if I wanted something bad enough, I could fucking figure it out. And I don't know how I had that belief, but I always... I always had it and it always worked you guys like I would do everything whenever I was 14 I wanted a job because I was so sick of relying on other people for where I lived the food I ate you know dealing with these situations where the people I'm supposed to be relying on don't take care of me 
it was rough and I didn't want to rely on anybody anymore. I just wanted to take care of myself. Oh, I asked around. I tried to get babysitting jobs. I have literally been working since I was like 13 or 14, either babysitting and then I got, you know, um, a job at a bar just like doing odd and stuff. Then I was a cook and then, you know, from then on I started working. So fast forward to work. I wanted to be a graphic designer or a web designer because I was obsessed with art and I was obsessed with the online space. Um, ever since I was little, that's what I was obsessed with. And even whenever I was like in middle school, I was writing blogs and they were under alias names, of course, because I didn't want anybody to find out because my self-worth was so low. But I was obsessed with writing too. And I didn't think that you could make money as a blogger. So I never even considered that. (laughs) I was just like, okay, I'm going to be a graphic designer or I'm going to be a web designer. But then guess what? Everybody told me that there wasn't enough demand for it. I would never make money. I would never succeed. So what do you think I did? I didn't fucking go to school for it because I listened to everybody else and I let everybody else dictate my life just like a lot of people do. And, you know, honestly, it probably was for the best in the long run because I'm happy where I'm at now. But it just goes to show like how easily you can be influenced by other people. And I didn't think anything of it. I, I didn't think that was a bad thing. I thought I was being smart by not going to school for that. So what did I do? I was like, oh, I'll just go be a dental assistant. It was so random. I, I don't know what provoked me to go be a dental assistant. I'm very introverted. And I guess I thought that I could just be inside somebody's mouth all day and not have to talk to them much. Oh my God, you guys, whenever I finished school and got my first externship, I cannot tell you how freaked out and uncomfortable I was when I had to go and call patients' names. Now I'm a little bit more outgoing, still introverted, a little bit more outgoing, but oh my God, that was so scary. And I did it because I wanted jobs, but oh my God, you guys. And it's just so funny how I just was looking at all these different kinds of jobs and was like, well, it seems easy enough. X-rays look pretty cool and dental assistants make good money. And I, I did air quotes there. You can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes because dental assistants don't make great money. Not for, um, not for, I mean, I guess they make better money than minimum wage, which was what I was going for. But even whenever I was making double minimum wage, it's really not enough to live off of if you want to have an extravagant life. And I always wanted more for myself than what I saw my parents have. So I was like, after I finished school, I was like, oh, fuck, you know, I'm now making $13 an hour. I mean, how much can I really increase? Like, at some point, I'm just going to stop making money. And that scared the shit out of me. And I didn't really know how to handle it. Um, I always had this, like, emptiness where I knew that there was something I was missing out of life. There was something missing. There's just, I wasn't passionate about anything. And I just, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was that I was missing. I thought I was doing everything right. You know, I didn't hate my first job as a dental assistant. Um, I, you know, I had good friends. I was, I enjoyed myself, but I still had that feeling like not everything, like I was meant for more, you know? I, the thought of working until I die scared the shit out of me, but I didn't have the self-confidence to think, oh, well, I'll just start a fucking business, you know? Um, I, I never <laughs> thought like that. Um, so fast forward again, 
I've already been through like five dental assisting jobs, clearly can't keep a fucking job because I either was at crazy dentist offices. Actually, that was like mostly the case is I just worked for like the craziest people who were so fucking rude to me and I just couldn't take it. So I went through quite a few jobs and I finally got into dental assisting or dental hygiene school. I mean, I got into dental hygiene school and you know, that was my way of like, okay, well, they make more money than dental assistants, so that's how I'm going to make more money. And so I got accepted into my dream school, which, by the way, side note, closed down like three months before I would have fucking graduated. And everybody who went to that school lost their credits. They didn't get their money back, and there's nothing that they can do. They literally like have to start over. So yeah, I'm, I made the right decision not going, but obviously at the time I didn't know that. So... I had this week off, you know, a week before I start my new job and going to school. Literally busy seven days a week for two years. I was ready. Um, this new job, I wasn't going to get a lunch break and I didn't care. I was ready to do some fucking work and I knew it was going to be a rough two years, but I knew at the end of two years I'd be making more money. I would have a more um, secluded job <laughs> to where I'm just like working on one patient a day. It's very, I like systems, I like schedules. Um, If I, you know, if I, I actually don't, which is funny, but like it seemed better than having to rush through things. Like I figured if I can master it, then it would be fine. You know, I could get through it. I don't know if that makes any sense, but at home I actually hate structure, but I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to explain myself. I'm an INFP. I contradict myself. That's my whole life. So moving right along, I had reconnected with my now boyfriend, Billy, who was a family friend of my dad's, and I came down to Florida. And I loved it. Florida was on my vision board for when I graduated, and I I immediately felt like I was at home, like even just being with him. And I wasn't like madly in love with him or anything like before I left. Like it's not like I was coming down here with the intention of trying to hook up with him or anything. But I just, I don't know. I felt home and I felt different. And so he offered to let me move in with him and I did it. So that's kind of how I got to here today, but that still doesn't explain how I eventually got into entrepreneurship. So let's talk a little bit about that, shall we? So the first job I got down here, I worked with a girl and she was a beach body coach. And she was really fit. She looked really good. And she was telling me about how all she had to do was show these workout pictures, show off these new workouts that she was getting these crazy results from and people paid her for it. And then she told me, you know, like if you get this many coaches to sign up, if you get this many people to sign, then you make this much money. And like she was so casual about it and she gave me so much good information and I was like, oh my God, I want to be a Beachbody coach, but I didn't have the money. So I saved it up and eventually got fired from that job because my grandma died and I wanted to go to her funeral. Fuck me, right? So I got fired and um, I was kind of embarrassed about getting fired. So I didn't sign up under her. I signed up under the first girl to tell me that she was a beach body coach. 
and her name is Mia, and me and Mia are soul sisters, and Mia, if you're listening to this, I love you. MK, if you're listening to this, I love you too. Um, but it's so crazy how I just signed up with this random girl, and I swear to God, like, we get along crazy. Um, but yeah, different story. So, as a Beachbody coach, my upline above Mia, um, Mary Catherine, or MK, told me I had to start reading personal development books. And I was like, yeah, okay, I don't need that, which is hilarious because I had severe depression, severe anxiety, probably PTSD from like all the trauma I had went through in my life. And for some reason, I thought I was above it. I, I I don't know how I could have possibly thought that I was too good for personal development. So I put it off. I didn't want to do it. And, you know, time and time again, I wouldn't make sales. I was too scared to show up. And she's like, are you doing it? And I'm like, no. (laughs) So finally, she's like, just start with the compound effect. It's not super like crazy or anything. Like just start with that. So I was like, okay, fine. So I got the compound effect, read it all in like a fucking day, you guys. And I was totally in love. It put so much in perspective for me. My mind was blown. I had never looked at life the same again. And it was just crazy how that little tiny moment of time that I'll never forget, it changed my entire life. And I immediately was addicted to personal development. I read every book I could get my hands on. I got Audible and I listened to every book I could listen to. And also, if you don't have Audible, it's great. You can listen to books in the shower. You can listen to them while you're driving. There's literally no excuse for you to not be bettering yourself. So I'm going to list that in the show notes. But so then once I, you know, binged all the personal development I could, I started binging business development and I loved it. And so, so slowly but surely, my depression and anxiety were totally going away. They were getting better. And I had felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like this missing piece was starting to get filled. Like I I felt so much better. And I, you know, for a long time, I thought that Beachbody was it. I thought that that was going to be the end game for me. But simultaneously, before I started doing Beachbody, I had been growing this Instagram account. And it was for a fitness challenge that I wanted it I wanted to be private. I didn't want anybody to find it, but I started connecting with all these girls. I was doing all the things you need to do to build Instagram without knowing because I genuinely just wanted to meet new people and people loved me because I was connecting with people that I loved. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to sound like conceited, but you know, when you're purposely trying to meet people just like you, like you create quality um, connections. And so that's what I had. I had this whole online community of friends and it was the coolest thing ever because nobody in my real life knew it, but you know, but me, and I had all these cool relationships. I had all these girls supporting me. And then I had my Beachbody girls supporting me and I said, fuck it. I'm combining them. I'm turning this fitness account into my Beachbody account. I already have it built up to 3000 followers and I'm just going to run with it. Um, and so my account kind of slowly grew for a while and people started asking me, you know, how are you doing this? How are you building your account? And I, I wasn't even building it very quickly for a while. Um, it wasn't until this year that I was like, I'm going to start taking this seriously. So I got to, I think, about 6,000 followers and kind of stagnated. I kind of went in and out of Beachbody for a long time. And I think it was around, 
I don't know, you guys. I don't pay attention. But it was like six or 7,000 followers. Somebody messaged me. And they were like, hey, I want you to try out this face wash completely free. I'm going to send it to you. All you have to do is post about it on Instagram. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a scam. And he was like, you know, I didn't say that, but he was like, no, you know, like if you promote it to your followers, maybe they'll buy it. And then, you know, like we can collaborate. And I was like, oh my God, seriously? So I did it. And then I realized that being an online influencer was a thing. And so... I was so excited, and around the same time, I started my blog, um, Build Strong Vibes, which I got because I made my team name the Strong Vibes Tribe. Like, it's just crazy how all these little things came together, and I had no plan, you guys. I had no plan. No plan. And I'm sure there will be an episode on just starting all this crazy random shit um, when you don't have a plan yet, because look where I am. Like, everything came together exactly how I I want it to be, and I would have never even known any of this. Um, all I remember when I was growing my Instagram account, even before I was trying to make money on it, was like, this has to be a good thing. There, It has to be a good thing to be getting my name out there. You know, maybe one day I'll create a course. Maybe one day I'll create an ebook. I don't know, but I know that one day that growing my Instagram is going to be a good thing. Never in a million years did I think that my job was going to be teaching women how to grow their Instagram accounts. But, you know, I just had this gut feeling, and I listened to it, and I followed it. So, kind of phased out of Beachbody. People were asking me, how do you grow your Instagram? How do you grow your Instagram? And, you know, I'm getting all these brand deals. I'm finding ways to get, like, large amounts of money um, from brands. And I'm figuring all this stuff out. I'm taking courses. I'm learning. I'm trying to get better all the time. And finally... I had this um, download, you know, Um, if you're spiritual, I'm sure you understand, like you get these downloads and you're like, okay, what am I going to do with this? Because, you know, for the last two years, I was known as the fitness girl and now suddenly I'm going to be the marketing girl. What the fuck? You know, is anybody going to listen to me? Is is everybody going to follow me? Is everybody going to think that I'm salesy now? Like, what are people going to think of me? And finally, one day I just said, you know what? I don't care what people think of me. People have been asking me how to grow your Instagram. I'm passionate about growing Instagram. I love it. Um, I'm passionate about making money online with influencers. Or I'm an influencer. (laughs) I'm passionate about working with brands to make money online because I just like the challenge of marketing. Like, I like creating content. I like telling stories. I like taking beautiful pictures. So this job is literally everything that I love. You know, it has the art in it. It has, you know, the writing because I get to write these beautiful captions with stories and I get to tie it in. Like, I'm really passionate about it. And I love teaching women how to do what I do. So it's perfect for me. And I would have never, ever guessed that this is what I was going to do. But that's kind of... um, more or less how I got here. So now, you know, I have my blog that I was working on simultaneously while building my Instagram. It kind of got put on the back burner, but I have been working on it more lately. Um, Yeah, and now I teach women how to grow and monetize online, and I've pretty much completely overcome my depression, my anxiety. I still have my moments. I'm not perfect, but I'm a totally different person than who I was before. So I just want to encourage you, you know, if something is just telling you that you should do, like, you you should just do it, like, you should just go for it, just do it and see what happens. Like, nothing bad is going to happen. You won't die. 
Um, you're not going to be homeless. It's going to be fine. So just take baby steps and you can literally do anything you want. And I want to use this podcast to talk a lot about that. I want to talk a lot about anxiety and mental health and depression and just kind of normalizing the conversation. I want I want it to be a normal thing to talk about. I want talking about mental health issues to just be something that we don't like think is a crazy thing anymore because so many people struggle with this and they think they're alone and they think that if anyone finds out, people are going to think they're crazy when really most of us have some form of a mental health issue and we're not addressing it. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how you can do this too. I want to talk about how you can build a brand online, literally talking about the things you love. Literally, that is my job is to just talk about things that I love all day long. And I get to try products for free that I love that are related to me. Um, You know, I turn down people all the time if it's not something that I know I'm going to fall in love with. And if I try it and it's not good quality, then I don't talk about it. But, you know, for the most part, I get lucky and I can I have a good instinct and I can tell when a brand is high quality. I do my research and for the most part, every day is like Christmas. I get to try these new amazing products and I get to share about them and it's such a cool job and I think anybody who doesn't mind taking pictures and who doesn't mind um, learning marketing techniques, it's a great way to earn income online, especially if you pair influencer marketing with affiliate marketing. It's seriously amazing. So we're going to be talking a lot about that. Um, I want to talk about health and beauty hacks and stuff like that because lately I've been obsessed with skincare and, you know, for two years I learned everything I possibly could about health. So this podcast is just going to be a little bit of everything. I want it to be interesting. I don't want you to get bored. I don't want to be talking about the same thing every single time and I'm totally open to hearing what you guys want to hear from me, what you want to learn from me and yeah, I'm just so excited to get this started again. Um, I'm going to be doing it very imperfectly, as you can tell. Um, not very edited. I'm going to stumble sometimes on my words. I'm going to cough or clear my throat. And it's just going to be 100% me. And I hope that just listening to my podcast will motivate you. Just so you can see, like, I'm just a normal person. I cuss. I you look like a homeless person 99% of the time. I had a lot of, you know, hard years and I overcame it. So I'm just trying to let you know right now that if there's anything you want out of life, you can, you can have it. And that's, I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at with my story. Um, so yeah, I think that this is probably like the end of this episode. <laughs> it's, it's so weird to just like, be sitting in a room and talking into a microphone and nobody can hear me yet so uh so awkward but yeah uh thank you for listening I'm gonna throw in some outro music now and let me know what you want to hear in the future I hope you liked this if you do give me five stars make me feel good get leave me a review you know so other people can find it and yeah I hope you guys love it thank you so much for listening if you've listened to me ramble this far you're awesome you're the best thank you so much for supporting me and i hope you guys have an amazing amazing week love you bye